And now, a special presentation of Faith Fit Radio with your host, Catherine Laguna. Hey, podcasters, this is Catherine Laguna from Faith Fit. Thanks for tuning in. On this episode, we are taking a beautiful journey through the days Father Anthony Aarons spent in Rome just last week. Father Anthony has an incredible assignment given to him by Pope Francis himself. He's a missionary of mercy, one of a thousand plus throughout the world. Father Anthony joins me in the studio to share more. Welcome to the podcast, Father Anthony. How Thank are you? Thank you. I'm, I'm doing great. You know, I'm, now that I'm here, you know, I feel even greater um, with my special friend, Miss Katie. Ooh, Miss Katie. <laughs> I know. You're still the only one that calls me Katie. <laughs> so podcasters, don't you dare do that. <laughs> exactly. You're not allowed. But I'm so happy to have you with me for this episode because I'm really interested on all of the cool things you got to do over mm. at Rome, and especially the important faith things. So let's get a recap of some of the things that have been going on with you, though. So in 2016, everything changed for you. Mm. Because during the Jubilee Year of Mercy, Pope Francis named you the Missionary of Mercy. So how did you take that task, that honor from Rome, and bring it here to the hearts of all of us in the Diocese of Orlando? Well, the, the first is that I was recommended to be one of those missionaries of mercy. And, and of course, I just felt that I wasn't going to be accepted. Mm-hmm. However, when I got the letter saying that I have been selected and appointed by Pope Francis to be a missionary of mercy, I was bowled over. Mm-hmm. But the second part of it is that Pope Francis wanted us to come to Rome for Ash Wednesday of 2016, and on that occasion, we would receive the papal mandate to be missionaries of mercy. I was more than bowled over with that. <laughs> so, so I went to Rome for that, for Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And, and really, none of this would have been possible hadn't it been sanctioned by Bishop Noonan. And not only did he sanction it, but he has also been a source of encouragement to me with doing this time of ministry. Exactly. And it was such a great pick, too, because, you know, after the year of mercy was over, Pope Francis said, you know, keep calm and mission on because this is not over yet. Mm -hmm. And so your duties as the missionary of mercy has now lasted almost three years. Mm, Yes. So share with us how this journey has affected you spiritually. Mm. Well, the the first thing is that when we became missionaries of mercy, we were given two tasks. The first task was to be a preacher of mercy. And the second was to live out this merciful way of life, especially during the... in the Sacrament of Reconciliation. And persons came from all over Florida to see me because I <laughs> feel that they they called the chancery, they heard there was a missionary of mercy, and people kept on coming wow. from all over. And persons who had not been to confession in 30, 40 years, persons who had left the church and we're coming back now um, because of the, you know, Pope Francis's invitation in the Year of Mercy, and I was so privileged to be a part of their journey back into the church. And so, for me, 
it's that I realize that you can't really be a dispenser of mercy unless you're conscious of the fact that you have received mercy. And so I make it a point of duty to go to confession at least once a month, maybe more, but at least once. And I try to choose either the first Friday or the first Saturday. And as soon as I can grab a priest, I don't have a regular confessor, but any priest that I can find on that day, that's the priest I go to. So it has changed my life completely where that is concerned. And I think that's such a great example that we all who are listening right now can follow too. So now let's jump forward to your trip to Rome, 2018. Just not that, you know, it wasn't that long ago. You're not jet lag anymore, yeah, right? Not, not anymore, you know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so then Pope Francis invited back all the missionaries of mercy throughout the entire world for the opportunity of receiving additional formation and of course, fellowship, because it's so great for all of you mm -hmm. to be able to see all the other missionaries mm -hmm. of mercy, correct? Yes, because the first time, you you know, we went, we didn't really interact much with each other because we we're sort of just in and out. But this time, we had a greater time for interaction. And we were also divided into, for some of the talks, into our language groups. Mm -hmm. And, and of course, English being one of the major groups, you know, there were persons from countries where they, they didn't speak English, but they didn't have their language group being offered. Yeah. And so they chose, to, many of them chose to come to the English group. So, so we were meeting people from all over. And, and I have, maybe I can just mention, I have two special friends, mm -hmm. you know, um, Father John Paul from EWTN, mm -hmm. you know, and Father Louis, Sir Louis from Canada, wow. you know, um, and, and so we have been in connection with each other so that we have even thought of having, you know, a, a special Twitter account, oh. which we'll probably call the... <laughs> you know, Musketeers of Mercy. <laughs> that is so great. You know, so. Wow. I think you guys are going to be able to keep up on social media all the time then. Oh, you see, I mean, they, they were the ones who were teaching me about social media. To, so now, <laughs> oh, now I'm on Instagram, you yes, know. exactly. You know? I know. Thanks, thanks to this office of... <laughs> Diocese of Orlando. <laughs> no, I think it was so cool because we got to share a little bit of your journey on there because you decided to go onto this adventurous Instagram thing. And so what was it like to evangelize and share your journey from Rome to Florida with all the people here following you on Instagram? Yes, because <laughs> what's interesting with that is, you know, I can't tell you the number of persons who have said to me, we were with you on all of those journeys. And for them, it was a great spiritual experience because for me, it was it was a spiritual journey. And I have never really had Rome like that. You know, um, I always think of Rome as a place for tourists. This is probably the first time, and, and I've been to Rome 10 or so times. Mm -hmm. This is probably the first time that I've seen myself in Rome as a pilgrim. Wow. You know? Oh, going to Assisi, of course, one is mm -hmm. always a pilgrim, <laughs> you know, but, yes. Exactly. So, so, you know. 
So then if anybody wants to follow Father Anthony on Instagram, I'm sorry, Father Anthony, mm. I'm going to tell everybody how to find you on Instagram now. Okay, so it means <laughs> that I'll have to make sure that they have something to, to follow. follow. <laughs> <laughs> so then Father Anthony's on there as fr. Anthony Aarons. So that's how you'll be able to keep up with him. And a lot of the conversation that we're having today, the photographs are on your Instagram. So I mm. think that's going to be really cool that if you hear the podcast, you go to his account, you get to see the photographs from Rome. I think you're going to really love it because I know I do. So then you were also in Rome during Divine Mercy Sunday, right? So, so that was the day that the Pope wanted us to be there. He wanted all the missionaries of mercy to come and concelebrate Mass with him on Divine Mercy Sunday. But prior to that, on the on the Saturday, we had a prayer vigil, mm. you know, in in one of the local churches, um, Church of Santa Spirito. And that church is actually um, staffed by St. Faustina's sisters. Wow, incredible. So... So that's where we we had the the prayer vigil, and then on the Sunday mm-hmm. we concelebrated mass with the Pope, and all the so the main concelebrants were the missionaries of mercy. Wow, how did that feel like? Oh, <laughs> oh, you you know, I I mean to be at a mass in St. Peter's Square, mm-hmm. and not way back there somewhere, but. <laughs> Right up there, close to the Pope. Mm-hmm. That was, it was amazing. And there are some other persons from Orlando Diocese who are in Rome at that time. Oh, yes. And, and so they were, I was able to get tickets for them for that Mass. Oh, my goodness. You know? Wow, yes, what an honor. You know? yeah, Great so, timing, too. Yes, yeah, so it was about 12 persons. <laughs> wow, that you is know? so cool. Speaking of different places that you've gone to, let's touch a little of the other places that you went on your trip to Rome to because you were on a pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. And so, for starters, uh, St. John Lateral in Rome, Pope's Cathedral. Yes. So that, at St. John Lateran, that was where we had the closing Mass. So the opening Mass for the Missionaries of Mercy was at, in St. Peter's Square. Mm -hmm. The closing Mass was at St. John Lateran, which is the Pope's Cathedral. Mm -hmm. And, and so that's where we, but the Pope did not preside at that Mass. Archbishop, uh, Reno Fisichela, Mm -hmm. who is the, the president of the Pontifical Council for the New Evangelization. He is our boss, so to speak. The, <laughs> Big guy, you yeah. know, yes. And um, he was the one who presided at that mass, and and of course we we concelebrated with him. So that was it. Was just great to be there, knowing that it's the Pope's cathedral. Exactly. And and to have mass there, you know. Of course. And then what was it like to look at the designs? I mean, because I feel like certain parishes or churches here in Florida don't make them like how they are over yes. there. Yes. You know, <laughs> yes. When, when, when you look at the churches, well, you can feel history. Mm-hmm. But, but you also see these places were built so that persons could experience the presence of God. Mm-hmm. So, so there it. There's no doubt about it. It is true that people can sometimes get lost in the architecture and the, you know, all of the paintings and statues and so forth. But we find the real thing. It's, it's God. It's God. Mm-hmm. God's presence. So, you know, celebrating the kingdom of God here on earth. 
exactly. No. So then, how about the Doors of Mercy? And you've seen the Doors well, of Mercy before. Yes. So. yes. <laughs> so, so you know, so looking at for the Doors of Mercy, the the major one, of course, still referred to as the the Holy Door. So the Holy Door at St. Peter's. And we actually got a panel from that. The, the Pope gave that to each missionary of mercy. We got a panel, a mm-hmm. bronze panel from that door, which, which is a constant reminder to us of our ministry. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's about the size of a book, mm-hmm. very small, but it, it's so elegant and beautiful. It has Latin words on it engraved. Mm-hmm. And basically it means, Father, I have sinned against heaven and on you. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean to you? Well, the, what we were reminded is that because there we have an image of the Father and the Son, mm-hmm. and and I've said it before, but it but it can't be said too much. It's that we are always reminded the missionary of mercy is reminded that at one point he is the Father in the story, and at another he is the Son, because. When we think of the year of mercy, the theme was be merciful like the Father. So we can think of Father as God. Mm -hmm. We can think of Father as the Father of the prodigal Son. But the Son received mercy. We too have received mercy. And this is why I believe we are able to be ambassadors of mercy because we know what we have received. So we're not speaking like um, we're just telling a story. Mm-hmm. We're speaking out of our experience of receiving the mercy of God. You celebrated Mass at the Monastery of St. Benedict. Yes. How did you get yes. to do that? Oh, <laughs> now that that came up by, by a fluke <laughs> because I just felt that I wanted to go to a place, a place just for quiet. Mm-hmm. And, and the plan was just to go there to visit. And when I got there, I came across two of the monks and, and we asked, you know, is it possible to have mass? And he said, but of course. And, and what opened the door was when I said, I was in Rome for the gathering of the missionaries of mercy. Mm-hmm. And he said, sure, you can. And it's interesting that that place, it is believed that St. Francis visited Subiaco, and there wow. is one chapel in, the, in that place, you know, that's dedicated to, to St. Francis. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you said that you prayed for all the deacons here at the diocese during that Mass, too. Yes, you know, um, because I, it was an important day to pray for them. So, you know, I... Because at each place I went, I chose a different um, and prayer intention intention mm-hmm. for the diocese. Yes. You know, so so that was at Subiaco. I prayed for the deacons. At another place I went to was Lanciano, Lanciano, the place of that eighth-century Eucharistic miracle, mm-hmm. and there I prayed for the diocese as we are celebrating this year of the Eucharist, just so that we we could have a deeper devotion to Jesus in the Eucharist. Amen. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm very curious about the sanctuary of St. Michael, the archangel. Yes. I don't know. It just sounds really yes. extraordinary. <clears throat> How is that like? Okay. So at, at that, so that is near to, to San Giovanni Rotondo, mm-hmm. close enough to, 
And San Giovanni Rotondo is Padre Pio's place where he lived and and died. Mm -hmm. And so one of the reasons why I ended up going to that shrine of St. Michael Mm -hmm. is that Padre Pio would send many of his penitents, he would send them on pilgrimage to to the shrine of St. Michael. And and so it's a place where St. Michael is supposed to have appeared way mm-hmm. back in the 4th century. The experience there was, again, out of this world because there was someone there who was quite troubled. Mm-hmm. And this woman was just bawling away. Wow. And I was there trying to be in quiet and, and so forth. And then... They, they tried to get a priest who is based there mm-hmm. to speak with this woman. And, and apparently they, nobody wanted to because they, they, well, you know, she was really emotional. Exactly, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and it just happened that, it was that, you. that they, they came to me. Wow. And so I prayed with her mm-hmm. and I knew that that probably was the reason why I ended up going there. Mm-hmm. And and so the the good woman again was great because not only did she because she they approached me speaking Italian and I said no 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 I I, I don't speak Italian you know <laughs> um, then then I said I speak English and and then they said do you speak Spanish I said no, no. <laughs> so but then when the woman came mm-hmm. she could explain to me things she just said she was just just so troubled mm-hmm. so then what about your favorite place mm-hmm. on your trip on this pilgrimage was so it the, the Padre Pio one the favorite place I would say was <laughs> San Giovanni Rotondo mm-hmm. and why because on the 17th of March this year mm-hmm. in preparation for Divine Mercy Sunday Pope Francis went there and celebrated Mass because he has given us Padre Pio and we're told the, the expression that he uses said that Padre Pio is the apostle of the confessional. Whoa. And, and so I, I really wanted to be there to, to get some help <laughs> in this ministry yes. from the apostle of the confessional. I was able to, to celebrate Mass at the, at the altar where Padre Pio celebrated his last Mass. You know, um, and again, that was just out of the blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so I had two persons with me there from from Orlando, formerly from Orlando, huh. um, and they they were able to join in in the English mass. But there were other Italian speakers who came to that mass. Mm-hmm. So then, mm-hmm. let's make our way back to Rome because you got to meet Pope Francis, but this wasn't your first time. No. You've met him before. Oh, yes, I met him on the in the year of mercy. Exactly, you know? but this was the first time you got a photograph For with him. First right? time with a photograph. What was going on through your mind you when know? it was you were behind? You were in that line. I was in the and line. You were thinking about it. You were peeking mm-hmm. over, checking to see when mm-hmm. it was your turn. Like yes, how was that know? like? <laughs> and because when 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 they started, you know, I I said, "Gee." Why is it that I'm sitting at the back of this room here now, you know, almost at the back? Because I said, the poor man is going to get so tired, he's going to say, okay, no more. <laughs> no. But, but it didn't happen, mm-hmm. he, you know. He, 
He was there, and as a matter of fact, he seemed so energized. Wow. So I got up there, you know, and then the, the only thing I could say mm-hmm. was, Grazie Santa Padre. <laughs> you know, that's all, you know. Yes, yes. Yes. And just looking at the picture, you see that, that smile on his face. Mm-hmm. It's as if you're the only person in the room. Such an incredible feeling. You know? Yes. And a cool thing that you like to do is you have a theme that you like to follow. It's called Mercy Monday. Mm, yes. So where did that come from yes. and how do you apply it? Every Monday at Bishop Moore, and, and it, well, it could have been any other day, but, but mm-hmm. because of the Monday and the exactly. mercy. <laughs> and, and this was something that, that actually Amanda Livermore mm-hmm. and I came up with because, you know, we we're talking about the ways in which we could you know, I am celebrating mercy there. Mm-hmm. And we came up with Mercy Monday. <laughs> so on the Mondays, I go and I sit on the dock at Bishop Moore. And the students and teachers know that they can come and just, they can speak to me. So it can be conversation or it can be confession. Very often it is confession. But but at times it is just for conversation. So students and teachers, and as a matter of fact, parents have been asking if they could come and see me oh. on, on Mercy Monday. How do they know about this? Their kids tell them about Mercy Monday. <laughs> it's spreading. And, and so any Monday that I see a child from Bishop Moore, he or she will say, today is Mercy Monday. Even if that person has never been to the dock to see me. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a tradition that will continue there. For as long as I'm there, there will be Mercy Monday. Any so, interesting mm, things that the kids mm, talk to you about? Mm, that's not confession, obviously. Oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, they'll talk to me about relationships. Mm, you know, um, relationship advice? You, yes, you know, I mean. That's good. You know, um girlfriends, boyfriends, um, who they should sit with at the prom, you know, the, the thing. You, those, those are the things, you know. I mean, um, real human conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, the injuries that they have on playing sports oh, and, yeah. and so forth. Um, you know, I all of that. that's so good. You that know? means you're still trusting, you know? Yeah, you know, that they can just open up and have these conversations yes. and, and practice Mercy Monday because I think yes. it's very important and it's something that we can all apply, and not only on Mondays, but obviously focused on Mondays. Yes. That's good. Be- because they know that they can come to me any day because I'll, I'll get a tap on my shoulder and whatever it is, and, and they know. <laughs> there are two women in the in the finance office at Bishop Moore. <laughs> and they decided that I should have a particular um, ringtone. Ringtone. And it, it's strange. Let me strange. see if I can pull it up. Um, it, it, let's see. It's, but it's from Marvin Gaye's song. <laughs> <laughs> See, you have a little bit of pop culture in you now. You <laughs> and I would say, I, I decided before I accepted that, I wanted to see the lyrics of the song. And looking at the lyrics, mm-hmm. he is really talking about all these changes in the world. And what the world needs is mercy. 
So change in the ocean and change in here and there and so forth. Yes, so people need mercy. And I'm making myself available to every pastor, to every school, to, to every community, whatever it is, that, that wherever I can help, to the seminarians and, and so forth, to priests, deacons, if I can be there to help them in mercy, you know, I, I hope to be there. Amen. Mm-hmm. And, and just hope that people will, will pray for me and pray for all missionaries of mercy. Of course, definitely. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that. Prayers for all the missionaries mm-hmm. of mercy. Well, it was so much fun have you on the podcast, oh. Father Anthony. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, it's always a pleasure being with my personal Miss Katie. Not for you others, just for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just so okay. funny because uh, you said that your aunt was named Katie, and that's mm-hmm. where you came yes. up with Katie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never had anybody call me Katie before. Yes, Catherine, and it's my only aunt for Catherine. You. <laughs> yes, you see? <laughs> Well, thank you everyone for tuning in for this podcast. I'm Catherine from Faith Fit. Catch you on the next one.